Balance is not something you find. It's something you create. Jaina Kingsford Hello and welcome to the Elegant Balance Podcast, where we explore how to create a well-balanced life full of simplicity, joy, and beauty. I'm your hostess, Dr. Kaylee Hackney, wife, working mom, and expert in the work-life interface. In this podcast, I'll be sharing the science behind work-life balance, practical tips, and plenty of love and encouragement along the way. My desire is to inspire women to pursue their elegant balance. I'm so excited that you're here. Let's get started. Hello, friends. How are you today? I am so excited to be here. I think I say that at the beginning of every single podcast episode, but I always am. Especially this semester, I feel like I've kind of fallen into an every other week kind of schedule for podcasts. And so I truly look forward to this time that we get to spend together. I know you're not physically here with me, but I do like to pretend that we're just sitting down and having a conversation. And even if maybe you're listening to it a bit delayed, just know that I am talking to you and enjoying just spending time with you. So I hope that this episode finds you well. And I wanted to talk a little bit today about the term or the concept of work-life balance. I am preparing for a workshop that I get to present to a couple different groups on campus here in a few weeks. And I just, as I was preparing it, I felt like you all would probably benefit a lot from the information I was putting into this workshop. So I thought that I would do a podcast episode focused on at least a piece of it. Uh, Maybe someday we'll do the whole workshop together. But today, what I truly wanted to focus on was just the idea of work-life balance and what it really is. Because so much of this platform, my podcast, my Instagram post, it's all focused on helping you all create a better work-life balance for yourself. And yet I'm not sure if we're very clear on what work-life balance truly is. It tends to get a bad reputation. Um, It's a buzzword that you see thrown around all over the place. And honestly, a lot of the the articles or the conversation around work-life balance is negative. And I think that that comes from the fact that it's just an understood, misunderstood concept. So today, what I want to do is to talk about four myths that I think are driving this misunderstanding about work-life balance, and then provide the actual definition and kind of talk through what that means for us. Because again, We're working towards creating a work-life balance that we love, but in order to do so and to do it well, we need to know what it is we're working towards. So let's start by talking about the myths. The first myth behind work-life balance is the idea that balance means equality. I think this is the number one reason so many people get up in arms about work-life balance. They assume that when we see the term work-life balance, that what we mean is that you need to have an even, equal, 50-50 split between work and life. And that is simply just not true. Not only is it not true, but it's pretty much impossible, right? 
if you have 24 hours in a day, you're not really going to spend 12 hours on work and then 12 hours on the rest of your life. That's just unrealistic. Instead, it comes down to even just looking at what balance means. If we look at the definition of the word balance, it simply means that we things are in the correct proportion, okay? Balance doesn't always mean equal. Instead, it means that things are in the correct proportions. And like you'll see in a few minutes, these proportions are going to look different from person to person. And so it's not about equality. It's not an even 50-50 split, but instead it's looking at your unique, individual, beautiful life and making sure that things are in the right proportions. Those proportions are going to depend on a lot of different variables. Um, they're going to depend on you as a person, what job you have, what type of situation you have going on in your life. Are you a mom? Are you a, a wife? And then also, what are your priorities? What are your values? What are the goals that you're working towards? So again, balance does not mean equal. Shout it from the rooftops, everyone, so that everyone's on the same page. <laughs> The second myth about work-life balance is that it looks the same for everyone. I think this is really closely tied to that first myth, right? This idea that balance is a 50-50 split inherently means that it's going to look the same for every single person. But that is not true because we each are leading individual lives. Our lives are different. Um, our jobs are different. The different roles that we play are different. <laughs> and so... What I consider work-life balance for myself and for my family in our given season of life is going to look different from what you consider balance for you and your family and your season of life. We can't simply look at someone's example of work-life balance and then try to replicate it for ourselves because it's just not going to work that way. You may, you may be able to take some great ideas from people around you who seem to have well-balanced lives, but you're going to have to tailor it for yourself because balance is going to depend on so many other factors than just what somebody else is doing, right? Again, our lives are unique and different and beautiful, and so our work-life balance is going to be equally unique. The third myth behind work-life balance is this idea that it's up to our organization or our employer to create work-life balance for us. And this is where so many employees, I feel like, fail to truly capture the power to really take control of their work-life balance. Um, it can be truly amazing to work for an organization who provides family-friendly policies and provides flexibility. Maybe you have a super super, super, <laughs> super supportive supervisor. That's a hard one to say. And those are great things. But at the end of the day, the goal of an organization is to make money. It's to have productive employees, which may not align well with your idea of what a balanced life looks like for you and your family. And so while using those family-friendly policies or benefits or finding an organization that is family friendly and supports your idea of work-life balance, it's not enough to fully just rely on them to create work-life balance for you. You may not like the definition that they come up with. 
And so it's going to be much more effective for you to take control, to define what your work-life balance looks like for you, and then take intentional actions to create it instead of simply just relying on your organization to do it for you. And then the final myth about work-life balance is the idea that you can have it all. I'm going to say this very clearly, and I want you to hear me. The goal of work-life balance is not so that you can have it all. And honestly, having it all is not even truly possible because our resources like time and energy and money are limited. We can never fully have everything that we possibly want. Instead, the goal of work-life balance is having the things that matter the most to us. It's getting really clear on our priorities and letting those priorities and values dictate what we focus our valuable resources on. Okay, so I've gone over the four myths around work-life balance. Balance does not mean equality. It doesn't look the same for everyone. It is not up to your organization to create balance for you, and you cannot actually have it all, okay? Now let's talk about what balance actually is. There's one definition of balance that I truly love. There's honestly so many definitions out there, even in the academic research, on work-life balance, but this is one of the more recent ones, and I will explain in a few minutes why I think it's so helpful in guiding our pursuit of work-life balance. So here you go. Work-life balance can be defined as being actively engaged in and having a sense of competence and satisfaction across life roles in accordance with personal values. Okay, I know that was a little bit of a mouthful, but we're going to break it down into smaller chunks, okay? Because there's a few reasons that I really like this definition. First, It shows that in order to experience balance, we need to feel both competent and satisfied in our different roles. In other words, balance is so much more than just making sure we spend equal amounts of time and energy on work and life. Remember, I said balance is not about equality. Instead, the point of work-life balance is feeling like we're managing the various demands that come our way with competence and satisfaction with those roles that we are playing, okay? So we want to take on roles that we feel competent in. We want, to, we want to be able to successfully meet our responsibilities that we have, but we also want to be satisfied in those different roles that we're playing. In other words, don't go volunteering for every single thing that comes up just because you feel like you have to. We instead should start looking at the different opportunities we have and decide which ones are going to make me feel satisfied in these roles. Which ones am I going to truly love being competent in? Which one am I are going to increase my satisfaction? Okay, now here's the second part of this definition that I really love. Because it states that the engagement and competence and satisfaction should be in accordance with our personal values. This means, like I said, that work-life balance is going to look different for every single person. What I consider a balanced life 
may look completely different from what you consider to be a balanced life. And that's totally okay. We are different people with different roles. Uh, Maybe you're a a mom, but maybe you're not. Maybe you have a full-time job. Maybe you have a part-time job. Maybe you're married. Maybe you're not. Maybe you volunteer at church for all of the different opportunities. Or maybe you volunteer at, at your child's school. Or maybe you don't do either of those things. Right? The idea is that we have these different roles and we have different values and different priorities. And so it's going to look different. Okay. The final point that I want to make in helping you understand what work-life balance is, is the idea that work-life balance is not the end goal. Okay. It's not something that you're just going to achieve one day and we're all going to clap and cheer for you and say, yay, congrats. You finally got work-life balance. That's not how it works. Instead, it is a continuous cycle of readjusting and finding balance in your new seasons. Okay. It's not something that you will just arrive at one day. The other day I was sitting in my friend's office And we were talking about this idea that balance is an ongoing process. It's not an end goal. And she loves analogies. And so she was comparing it to riding a bike. And I loved this. And so I wanted to share it with you all. If you think about when you first learned to ride a bike, it was hard. You had to practice and you had to keep getting on the bike and trying. And work-life balance can be like that. When you first start thinking through, how can I be less overwhelmed? How can I find a better balanced life? It can, it can be hard. You have to learn new time management tricks. You have to learn um, new routines to introduce to your family. You have to try out different things. And maybe eventually you get the hang of it, right? Just like you eventually got the hang of ride, riding your bike. And maybe things go smoothly for a while, But then all of a sudden, the terrain that you're riding on changes. Maybe you are on really smooth blacktop, and then all of a sudden, you're riding on a gravel road. And so you have to adjust. You may even fall off your bike and have to get back up and get back on. But you have to adjust the way you're you're sitting, the way you're pedaling, how fast you're going, how you're holding your handlebars. But you do that, okay? And similarly, when you're working on your work-life balance, in this continuous process, things may happen, right? You may figure it out when you have one child. That was my case for me. We kind of figured out how to function with one kid in grad school, but then we moved to a new state. We had a new a new preschool he was going to. I had a new job, and then we had a second baby, and we had to adjust. There are so many different seasons to life, There might be times when you take on new roles. There might be times when you let go of old roles. And so work-life balance will vary depending on those different situations, those different seasons of life. So I don't want you to ever beat yourself up because balance doesn't look the way it did a few months ago, a year ago. It's not supposed to. It's about your life, right? And life doesn't look the same from one month to the next. Heck, sometimes life doesn't look the same from one day to the next. And so just remember that work-life balance is not something that you're ever going to just arrive at. Instead, it's just something to help us 
intentionally create lives that are worth living, lives that are beautiful, lives that we love. And so I hope just this discussion of what work-life balance is and what it is not will be helpful as you pursue your own balanced life. If you have any questions about the content I talked about today, feel free to reach out to me over on Instagram. I'm at Kaylee J. Hackney. I would love to continue this conversation with you. Have a beautiful, joy-filled week, friends. Hey, have you grabbed your copy of the Elegant Balance Workbook? If not, what are you waiting for? I've said it time and time again, but work-life balance does not happen by accident. It takes intentional action on your part. So let me help you. Go to kayleehackney.com forward slash workbook to grab your copy today.